Ingram Smith, Bud Elliott, back again for another episode of the Knollcast. As always, we will thank our friends at uh, Charlie Park and the broader For the Table restaurant group, whether it be Township, Madison Social, the iconic Madison Social. I think that's how we need to start referring to them, Bud. Uh, Madison Social or Charlie Park, uh, fantastic options. They've also got a little something in their back pocket that they're, uh, they've been teasing on social media as well. So a, a, another property soon to come to the Tallahassee area, but Charlie Park restaurant uh, or charlieparkroofdop.com is the website and uh, a place that we highly suggest you grab reservations if you're coming into town, whether it be Friday night or Sunday morning for a world-class brunch. Let's do it, bud. Apologies to the live crowd. We're about three minutes late. Uh, We're about five minutes late. Uh, I forgot it was trash day and then uh, said, no damn, better run some trash cans down the street. So we go. I, uh, I'm excited about this one, man. It, it, it's it's another likely sellout crowd, I think, uh, for, for the Knoll. should be a nice crowd. And you will have a lot of eyeballs on you. I mean, if, if you are Jared Verse or Jordan Travis, every week for CBS, I shoot my Bud Elliott watch guide, right? And I usually do like the main event and then like a quad box, you know, because YouTube TV has the quad box now, which is pretty cool. So you can watch like four games at one time on one screen. And this week, I think the best game to watch is Georgia Southern at JMU because it likely determines like what's going to happen in the Sun Belt East, and they you know, there's some real NFL players on those teams. Uh, but man, like I could not get to a quad box. Uh, I, I was like, all right, it's Ohio State, Purdue, FSU, Syracuse. After that, if you're not a fan of one of those teams, <clears throat> go outside, touch some grass, pumpkin patch time. <laughs> With, with, with the kids, if you need to get, I know it's fall photos time. Mags has been asking me, like, what day are you good for fall photos? I'm like, Fridays are generally the best. Yes. Uh, Pumpkin patches, you, sunflower fields, all the things that uh, allow you to make it through this time of year. Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it got, got a happy wife, happy life, right? So, um, if, now, granted, everybody watching this stream is a fan of Florida State. So you're not going to skip watching the ball game. But if you were not, like, what my point is, though, there's not really many good games on in the noon slot this week. So they took FSU, they took Ohio State because those are big brands that are always going to rate on television. Congrats to Virginia Tech, by the way, on such a great TV rating. It's amazing how many people, <laughs> like, they're man, they must have been inspired by that Hokies win over Pitt. They had to mm. tune in last week to, yeah. to see that they one. They woke up, definitely. Really yeah. amazing. Just w- wake up the echoes of, of Michael Vick and uh, uh, who was that D-Hall. good? D- was it uh, Corey Moore, maybe, the, the, the good Corey DM Moore they was had defensive back in the day? And Deontay Hall or De- DeAndre Hall, De- something, D. Hall. Cam uh, Chancellor. Yeah, yeah, Cam Chancellor. I think his uh, brother was actually the quarterback at Hampton Sydney for a while while I was there. Okay. So athletic family. Nice. Uh, yeah. Lee Suggs. Uh, you there's a name. Name? They had yeah. some good backs for a while. Uh this is this is kind of random. But, this is um lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So you should Dante Hall. Dante. That's there who I was go. looking for. Yeah. Thank there you, you Ricardo. Um yeah, fall football weather, 51 in Ohio. Shout out to mm. our Ohio Ohio viewers and listeners. Kevin Jones. Man, chat, the chat is in on this. We got some really good responses, by the way, for uh, for the uh, what's the best FSU interception of all time. Mm, yeah. How did we ones. forget P.J. Williams over his head in the national title game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, the us. one that bothered me was the uh, – 
I think James Colsey in the choke it dope. I mean, that's, yep. that's not one that I should be forgetting about. Um, there's some nice ones. There's some nice ones. So great response on that. Really appreciate that. As always, we also appreciate our partner at prize picks. Uh, another winning week for us on prize picks last week. Again, not going to do prize picks for a living. Uh, I like using prize picks to increase my enjoyment of watching games during the day. Now, my guess here, because Johnny Wilson got hurt, is the reason they have not put up the Florida State prize picks quite yet. That means we will drop the official uh, Nolcast card uh, on our Twitter, at Nolcast, pretty easy, on Saturday morning, maybe Friday afternoon, depending on, on what uh, what we see. But we will put together a, a prize picks card real quickly here. Promo code Nolcast, first-time depositors. If you've not done so yet, uh, you, you have missed, off, missed out on um on a couple here that were pretty fun what i hit two 25s a 10 and now two two to ones in uh in six weeks of playing so has certainly been enjoyable but uh this week we have a couple that i like all right i'm, I'm actually i'm gonna write this down just because i'm gonna get it get, 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 get the phone out and play along live man <laughs> We, we, we do have some of these which uh, which do seem to to move lines uh, at times. Um, all right. So we are going to go start out with tonight's game. Donovan Smith and Samuel Brown uh, for Houston. This is a game Dana Holgerson has to have. Otherwise, like I think he really could get fired. And I think if you're Dana... You're going to go down swinging, which means throwing the football, most likely. To me, um, you know that's that's one that that, that we, we can target. So let's go ahead and go with Donovan Smith, Houston's quarterback, and Samuel Brown, Houston's receivers. Smith going to be more passing yards. Brown, bigger fantasy score, more than fourteen and a half. Uh, next, we're going to go to Baton Rouge, and this is dangerous to bet a less than on touchdowns with LSU. But I do think Missouri showed us something with LSU in playing them a lot of too high, daring them to run the football. I would expect that that Auburn plays a little bit slower tempo game here, most likely in Death Valley to try to manage expectations and uh, kind of like they did a little bit against Georgia. I'm going to go Brian Thomas less than one touchdown reception. Maybe a little more red zone roulette from Auburn, a little more running the football in the red zone. Next, have you seen Deacon Hill, the mm -hmm. Iowa quarterback? Oh, buddy. He uh, I've seen some of his media and stuff like that. And I, um, <laughs> from afar, uh, I don't get to watch all the cover three, but it looks like you've had a, a great year, and it looks like you've really sunk your teeth into this Iowa thing. So, um. I mean, he is amazing. Um, <laughs> they, they're calling this guy Bacon Hill. Mm-hmm. He is six foot two, listed two sixty three. Okay, <laughs> at quarterback, not a chance. So he's a. Is he, does he look like Lorenzen or whatever from fifteen years ago? Yeah. Okay. It, he looks like a guy who was like fourth string at Wisconsin, kind of you know enjoying the college experience, maybe mm -hmm. not enjoying cardio quite as much, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, never really thought he'd have to play. That's kind of what he was, actually. And then McNamara right. got hurt for Iowa, yeah, uh, unfortunately. That. 
he's uh he's amazing. He was um oh seven targeting receivers last week. Okay. Oh uh, seven. Did did throw six of twenty-one uh on the day. Six of twenty-one. Now this could be a silly play because of the lack of volume of passing. I don't know how much Iowa will really pass, but we are projected to have sustained winds of over 19 miles an hour and rain in Wisconsin. Iowa has to travel up there. My guess is Wisconsin wins football game, which means Iowa's going to have to pass a little bit. Maybe they throw an end of game Hail Mary or whatever. Anyway, um, I'm going to go Deacon Hill to throw a pick. Deacon Hill more than one or more than one half interceptions. And then I'm going to go Drake May, more than 299 and a half passing yards. And I think he's going to throw them to Devontae Walker. Devontae Walker, more than 55 and a half receiving yards. Those are sort of related, obviously. Uh, I don't think North Carolina can run on Miami that much, but I do think they could probably throw the ball on them. So there's our prize picks card, man. Uh, so there's six. Uh, my suggestion, and, and we said this last year, create low dollar cards maybe off of those six create five four or five you know yeah um, spread it around so spread it around give yourself as good of a chance um you're listening to a guy that's pretty qualified to give you price pick suggestion so I, I no i mean seriously like you you absolutely killed it last year <laughs> maybe All i'll right. have time to uh to dump head first back into it at some point so uh, you, you've been a little busy um yeah. All right, so now let's go ahead and talk a little Syracuse. Noon, four and two Syracuse. Did you watch Dino's press conference this week? Uh, I read some of the transcript. I didn't didn't watch it. He looks to me like a guy who kind of liked his team and is now kind of out of bullets. You know, he, he talked about they're getting to the, the point in the year where because of the transfer portal, the, the depth. What depth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, promo code NOLCAST, by the way, is the, is the promo code for 100% deposit match bonus for first time depositors on prize picks. I guess I forgot to say the promo code. That's how we get paid. So probably should, you know, drop the promo code. Apologies. So he said, what depth? Yeah. Uh, he said the depth. Went out the transfer portal. Now you can say like, "Hey Syracuse, you guys could have also done a better job of dipping down to, you know, G five or the FCS to to acquire some players." I, I don't know how much NIL they have to play with. Um, I I also don't know like Syracuse admission wise. I know they get some kids in. But I, I don't know how easy it is to get players into Syracuse from the transfer side. It, probably not super easy, you know, just because it's a it's a private school and and a a decent academic school, right? Um, I know it's kind of an oxymoron academic school. Like, they're all academic in some way. But th there are some notable problems uh, that they have had this year with injuries. And uh, if you if you watch them, there's just not much going on. Um, let's start with the offense, because that's really kind of where... I mean, they so far this year, they beat Colgate 65 to nothing. They beat Western Michigan 48 to 7. It was like 42 to nothing at the half. Or no, Western Michigan actually scored the first play of the game. Apologies. But they it was basically over at the half. Cuse could have scored not 90, but like probably 80 if they really wanted to. Uh super aggressive tempo, really well coached offense, in my opinion. I think Jason Beck does a great job there. Uh that's the guy that 
a lot of people will tell you was sort of the dude behind the scenes for Robert and I at UVA when, when they had that crazy year with Brendan Armstrong in 2021. He's like their QB coach OC. I, I think he does a really good job. At Purdue, 35-20. Army, 29-16, another win. They lost to Clemson, 31-14 at home. And last week, they kind of bottomed against uh, against UNC, 40-7. to They got FSU this weekend. Then they've got a bye week. They have at the Hokies, host BC, host Pitt, or actually neutral field. They're playing that in Yankee Stadium. At Georgia Tech and then host Wake Forest. Um, look, to me, I'm not saying Syracuse won't play hard because I think they will play hard. They they don't seem to just totally mail it in. But this does feel like a survive and get to your corner football game for me, right? Uh, you're really pretty banged up at some spots. You have a very good chance, in my opinion, to make a bowl game and to win. Can they get three of Vatek, Boston College, Pitt, Georgia Tech, Wake? I mean, that's a like if Possible. you do, you're, you're you're seven and five. Yep. I think that's a hell of a coaching job by Dino to go seven and five, given the guys I'm about to tell you they've lost for the season um, or have, who have been out for the crucial games. And looking at their offense, SP Plus has it 54th. I, I don't think this is the 54th offense with who is currently on the field. And I started to think about this because they, they Rodney Gadsden was probably the best tight end in the ACC. Like that guy's freaky. Obviously, his you know his dad was a, a really nice player for the Dolphins. He went out in the Western game. And then they still haven't had Trevor Pena, this receiver who they like a lot. He got hurt in camp. And I started to get concerned about Cuse's offense as like, oh, these guys might be really broken. They ran Schrader like 23 times against Purdue, the quarterback, which I know Purdue and Syracuse are kind of even-ish teams. But like it's, That's a red flag to me if you have to run the quarterback that much. He had 14 carries against Army. I'm like, man, we're going to have 40 carries in two weeks. I, I know they got to... Uh, uh, they got to get these these dubs, but then they also lost Jones, their other receiver. And Valari, who was their best remaining pass catcher, went down in like the third quarter of the Clemson game. So they're kind of just, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, and they lost Wallenbaugh, their starting right tackle for the year. Um, last week they had 70 yards at halftime against Carolina. 70. 70. Now, Valari came back. Jones and Pena did not. Gadsden is definitely out for the year. My guess is they might get Jones back this weekend. Valari also wasn't quite the threat once Carolina realized, like, hey, that's the only dude they were really throwing the ball to in the Clemson game. Right. The Amari Hatcher kid they have is, like, not terrible. You know, like, he wouldn't start for FSU, but, like, he's, he's an ACC caliber receiver but it's safe to say that like three of their four weapons are are out mm -hmm. right um i mean you're you're 17 and a half point favorite for a reason that they're going to spread you out they have been going really hard tempo i'm gonna i'm interested to see like obviously in the first half they're going to do like they're going to try to play the winning game 
but I don't know if they go tempo the entire like if they're down. You know, we'll we'll see how much tempo they want to do. You should not lose one on one matchups, these guys. And the real challenge is going to be how do you communicate? How do you mix and match coverage? Can you get Schrader to throw you a pick or two? Do you make sure you're not allowing coverage busts and explosive plays? The defense should shut these guys down, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a fair week to have uh, very high expectations of the defense. And yeah. uh, you're relatively healthy. We'll have to see what the rotation looks like at, at linebacker. Uh, defensive line, I think you're – you're good across the board uh, unless yeah. there's somebody that I'm missing. And uh, in the secondary, uh, I still think Dent will be on a little bit of a pitch slash snap count, but uh, everybody else I think is a, is a full go. So um, yeah, I think it's a, a fair weekend to have, have the, the highest of expectations as to what the, the defense looks like on Saturday. Yeah. They, they Plus really it's do. a, it's a noon game, man. Just kind of not to reiterate what you just said five minutes ago. It's a noon game. It's a game that this team is coming down here without a, you know, I don't think anybody goes into a game thinking they're going to get their ass kicked per se, unless maybe you're playing, you know, the Miami in the late 90s or 2013 Florida Middle State Tennessee, or Alabama like or something. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but this is not a game. This is a this is a, a game to get through, not injured, and to try to make the most of out of what's left on your on your season. So, from a from a Syracuse perspective, so I, uh, yeah, man, I, I would expect I mean, we can do predictions later, but I would expect that we do a, a you know Florida State in the high thirties, low forties, Syracuse seven or nine or something like that. So I agree with that. Um, a couple of things to a couple more things to think about for the defense. I, I do think you want to see. Uh, Increased use and increased comfort level from some of the young players. You know, how does Hussey look? Right? Are, are, are we uh, are we seeing him consistently execute his assignments and not blow coverages? Right? Like that's that's really going to be going to be key. I will also caution you guys. I, I on the field athletically, Florida State destroyed Cuse last year. Cuse was actually in a pretty bad spot. I feel bad for Dino. I mean, I don't because he's going to if he gets fired, he, his buyout's like fifteen million. So. Uh, that, but he's always been like a super, super nice, honest coach who I think has done a pretty good job at, at a job that is uh, more difficult than people realize. But they last week, Carolina has absolutely had big time sack numbers this year. They had one sack and three tackles for loss. Cuse got the ball out quick. Like it was sort of like, hey, we understand what we are. We understand what you are. So don't like. You hear, hey, right tackle's out, all these weapons are out. Could you have a great sack day? Yeah, it's possible. But part of having a great sack day is having the opponent like actually trying to pass the ball more than just throwing screens at short stuff. If it's all quick game, you're, you're not going to have a bunch of sacks. And last week, that's really what it was. I mean, they Carolina is, is one of the sack-leading teams in the country, and they only had one because – Q's just got rid of the ball a whole lot and kind of played. I mean, Q's only ran 51 plays. North Carolina ran 97 plays. Uh, that's that's tough, man. When you got to face Drake May, 97. <laughs> uh, they, Carolina did let the backup throw two passes, so very very kind of them. Um, I think you're muted. Yeah. No. 
nothing insightful to say. Just uh, they're, they're spreading it around. Are you always? Yeah. It, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's a kind of hard game to predict because we don't know like how much in the first half. I would expect Hughes will try. It's a national televised game, but I do think in some ways it's a get to the corner game. And if you don't mess around early, I think Hughes will gloves up, try not to take the headshots, get to the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that a lot of people have is four corners. Thanks to our buddies, Chad and Shannon, 844-FSU-LOAN, 844-FSU-LOAN. Yeah, that was that was not great. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> or that 500 NOLCAST listeners have used Chad and Shannon, 844-FSU-LOAN, to get their mortgage. I've done it twice. Awesome experience. Great rates, customer service. Just we 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 think they're the best, man. That's why yeah. we worked them now for what almost five years, I think. So really, really great partnership. We appreciate everybody. You know, if you're in the market for a home, give them a call. Might yeah. really work out for you. Built on speed, simplicity, and uh, and Shannon. So those your those your three S's. Uh, also, just as as passionate a bunch as you could ever find. They do do donate. Um, a decent chunk of any loan that they do through the Nolcast now to the battle's end, uh, which is obviously greatly appreciated as well. So a lot of people talk about being passionate about things. Chad and Shannon have thrown their passion fully behind a couple of different projects. And, uh, and we certainly appreciate them for that. Uh, speaking of the battle's end real quickly, I just retweeted something from the Nolcast account. Uh, we've got uh-huh. a video kind of breaking down the Clemson scoop and score from a couple different players perspectives. Uh, some talk about how that how that call actually occurred, a late switch of the blitz. Uh, oh, did I've it? Had some people, yeah, I've had some people mm. behind the scenes uh, look at that and raise their eye. But uh, no, it's good. You hear a lot from uh, Deloach and and uh, Tatum, and then uh, a decent amount from uh, from uh, oh my god, the defensive tackle who brought in from the Satan. Why am I forgetting buddy's name? Uh, uh, Braid Fisk. Braden Fist, thank you, thank you. And then there's also a piece of memorabilia tied to that of all four guys returning it of Jared Verse, Braden, Kalen, and uh, and Tatum uh, for an all pretty cool autograph opportunity as well. So you can go check the Nolcast Twitter timeline if you're so inclined to uh, see the piece of content or to take a look at the uh, piece of memorabilia tied to it. So. With that, I can we'll... tell you, if you're an opposing offense and 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 you see Deloach blitz that late from that depth so, makes you really think like man Florida state will do anything <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll do yeah, some real they'll, crazy stuff they'll dial it up from uh from wherever yeah exactly so <laughs> oh man all right uh that's all we can say on that uh on defense i cuse is not a bad de- like i know they just gave up 644 yards to north carolina um north carolina's offense is pretty damn good yes it's not the one that we're going to want to use as benchmark for a lot of people i mean they've got a they've got a top five quarterback uh draft pick and they've got a very dynamic wide receiver in addition to some nice complimentary pieces as well so yeah yeah i mean like if mccollum is your two and tez is your one once he gets going at full speed that's a nice combo to have with 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 drake may pulling the trigger i i will tell you like having watched cuse's defense this year i I rather like it. I think they're really well coached. I think they do a lot of creative stuff. They're going to run uh, a three-three-five. It's it's a little more uh, aggressive than how NC State runs it at times. Uh, now, last year, 
you just bullied these guys. I mean, it was it was non-competitive. They, I know they had a couple guys out, but you really just ran over them. I, I do like that Mike Norvell teams get better throughout the season historically. That's not every single season, but it. I, I do think that they build towards something oftentimes. So this is a game that I do think that because the defense should give you a lot of chances, maybe the defense gives you some good field position or not. Like maybe Syracuse just throws a bunch of short and complete passes and punts all day and you're you're constantly starting at your own 20. But uh, I think that today this is a game in which you the offensively you could have some good field position. There are some guys I think you can probably exploit for, for Cuse. They don't have great uh, – great depth right um and that's i think that's a problem they did lose like a backup dn last week which is one of the things that got dino uh, going but like they're they're a weird defense it, it's it's a you know it's an odd front pressure scheme that they're going to run it's mostly undersized guys like they're their starters their, their three down starters are 276 271 283 and you're like oh wow we should just push them around like crazy and and i i get that but they they know that they're undersized too they're, they're going to shoot a lot of gaps that they're, they're going to do stuff to confuse you this is a good test of can you be focused on on crushing a lesser opponent right can you be can you be clean in your execution on offense not not allowing free runners being good mentally because physically you're better than they are there, there ain't no doubt can you be clean mentally, go out there, execute, perform on national television, get your numbers, and, and and take care of Syracuse like North Carolina did, right? I mean, second straight road game for Cuse. I, I would have to think this is a tired defense. Two straight road games, and they defended 97 snaps last week. Like That's not a great recipe, in my opinion. They did limit the, like, the huge pass plays kind of decently. Carolina hit a 77 and a 48, so... Maybe I shouldn't say that, but the, um, you know, I, they didn't hit like seven fifty yarders on them. You know, it, it was a lot of like 18, 12, 15, 21. Uh, this defense is definitely not as good as it was last year at full health, but it's probably a little bit better than the one you played last year in the dome when they had all those guys out. I, I like FSU's chances here of of getting to forty it, it, as long as they don't both just go like. You know, crazy slow tempo. It would be interesting to see if there's some things that you particularly try to try to work on with the offense. Uh, again, I, I think you're in such a place. Uh, <laughs> got some good, healthy chat back and forth there. Uh, such a place from a defensive side of the ball that, you know, maybe you can be a little bit more experimental of what you try to do on offense. Maybe you can try some some concepts in the run game or whatever else that you've been wanting to look at. Uh, I think it's a – yeah, it's a game. What, you have everybody. Uh, Johnny has some, some questions. Bless, you still may not see for another week or so. You may see him, I don't know. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's not another week. Anybody else I'm missing, Bud, from a from a health perspective? I mean, do you see do you see a, a ramp up for Rob Scott? You know, yeah, that's that's uh, interesting. I, I think you may see a similar level there. Uh, I don't know of exactly what they have targeted there, but I, I, just from from what we can see, I mean, look, he played what ten or fifteen games in the LSU game, and then had to come out for just 
period of time. So you got to, of all the load management, I think that's the one that you got to be the most cognizant of. Uh, particularly so if your idea is to try to get him to a place where he can play five games in a row at the end of the season or something like that for you. So has, has Keon gone two games in a row without, without having a big game? No. I think, uh, I think, I think yeah. Keon will have a good game. Yeah. Maybe one to, I would jot down on the prize picks as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously like the, your, your kind of patchwork ish offensive line here against, uh, a QSD line that has been okay, not amazing uh, on on the season. They, they did get six tackles for loss against UNC. I mean, part of that is against some backups and the fact that I mean, if you run ninety seven plays, you're you're going to probably have a couple tackles for loss uh, allowed because it's just that's going to happen. Um, ultimately, I, this game is more about you than it is them, most likely. Like, I, I want to see clean execution. And I, I want to see, like, not just, hey, yeah, you put up a good number on the scoreboard because Q's busted a couple things, right? Like, they'll probably bust one or two. But how do you look? Do you look clean? Like, do you look like you're becoming more comfortable as a unit and cohesive as a unit on offense? Like, those are some things that that I want to see out of this team this week. What, uh... You want to do predictions? What, what else we want to talk about here? Yeah, you want to go around, around the conference? Yeah, well, let's touch conference real quickly. Um, I do think that, you know, that'll be something that we continue to do as we, uh, I think the, the the two things from a projection standpoint that I think that we'll check on every week is what's the conference look like? And uh, if Georgia stays undefeated, how, what can we do to not get that fourth spot? Should we be, we be so fortunate to uh, to get a playoff invite? Um, yeah, I don't love Carson Beck making these like a, a million high level throws. That that is that's annoying. Uh, if if you're you know, yeah, agreed. Uh, where's the Natty this year, Houston? I believe so. I believe so. I think I've done two versus three go out west, which I, so. I know financially is a, a burden for a lot of people. I get it, but that's. Uh, it's an awesome trip. That is the one place that I would say, like, you got you got to go see a football game there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Good. The sun setting over the San Gabriel's. Uh, Rose Bowl is is beyond description. So, yeah. It, it, it really is nice. Um, so, Louisville, seven and a half point favorite at Pitt. Pitt's off a of bye week. Pitt's changing quarterbacks. This is one of the hardest remaining games for Louisville that will be one to watch, like just to see how they handle success. Um, you know, the, the way they shut down the Irish, uh, sign stealing does happen in football. Yep. And I'm kind of, kind of curious. And they, they seem to really intuit quite well what Notre Dame was, was going to do. Mm, so, I see. I see what you're saying. Know. Uh, just, that was a surprising result based on priors. Let's take a look here. Oh, so the other the other games for Louisville that we actually are concerned about, you know, just because if Louisville picks up an, an L, I, I mean, your chance of making it to the to the ACC championship game do go up, obviously. Right. Uh, now, granted, I think as long as you take care of business, you're probably OK regardless. I mean, if you go undefeated, you're, you're 100 percent in. So they have at at Pitt host Duke on a short week. Um, 
Vatek, UVA at Miami, Kentucky. Kentucky obviously doesn't matter for uh, you know for the for the conference race. At Miami remains their toughest game, but you know we we shall see. Miami goes to North Carolina. I don't know if either team can run the ball on each other all that well, but I, I think maybe both can pass on each other. That will be an interesting one. From a, from a from the standpoint of you'd prefer not to have to play Drake May in the ACC championship game in, in Charlotte if you could avoid it, you almost want Miami to win this. Right? But from a hilarious do, standpoint. But you don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I just uh, I, Miami should lose. I mean, you, you don't want to play Drake Romay, but um, you you want to be able to do things in the recruiting world that you know question yeah. how how legitimate and solid Miami is. So nobody uh, loses the game twice like Miami. You can you can chew. Yeah, I was gonna say you can you can cheer for for either team this weekend and and find legitimate reasons as to why. Clemson is on a bye week. That's really the only other teams in the league uh, who are contending for the ACC title. I, I guess Duke technically is uh, because they don't have an ACC loss yet. They're hosting NC State. I don't think that that he's back this week. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. he's back in Tallahassee next week. I could be wrong, but I, I, I that looked bad, you know. And I'm not a doctor, but I I, I do watch a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't shock me if maybe Duke lets him have the bye week too, and then. You know, and, and then works through that. Uh, let me see other stuff around the nation. I mean, USC and Notre Dame is pretty interesting to me. Oregon, Washington, obviously, is is pretty wild. Yeah. It's kind of cool. We can do these around the league segments and talk about like, hey, these have these have stakes for the AC title game. You got to take care of business, and then you get you got you know, uh, still um, novel and and sweet that uh we just sit here and be like yeah we got a we got a four next to our name and some people are think it should be a three or a two uh yeah no it's it's yeah. all all still uh all still new uh brandon asks uh thoughts on the winston wright departure i hate it for him, man you know like i thought he was you know, arguably the best receiver transfer you took certainly at the time I and mean, wilson's developed nicely but I mean, he was a really nice player before the car crash, which wasn't even, it wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, a reminder of, of, you know, how little I guess we control in life, right? So not the same player after the crash. Hopefully he can find a level that he can, uh, he can get the kind of playing time he wants. You know, like he's not an NFL guy. So you got one year left to play. Go, go find a place where you can play to me. Like it, it sucks for him. Like I, when I saw it, I was sad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, unfortunate, unfortunate. Just, uh, I mean, he was, a, he was, and, and maybe he gets back to it. You know, maybe it is a long, long recovery. But Winston Wright was an absolute dude when they got him out of West Virginia. That was a, that was a big get, and uh, that's just an, another piece of adversity that, that both the individual and the. And the staff as a whole has had to had to go through because uh, that guy was was probably going to be wide receiver number one last year for you. So completely. All right. Um, you want to go? Have we talked about congruity yet? 
We have not talked about our friends. Got a great. Did you see the email from Matt yesterday? He's got another uh, three leads that he's working from from the Nolcast. So and a website he's working. Uh, on? Brilliant. He's got a website. Yeah. Uh, I'll get the website next show because I'm I'm wildly talented at giving out wrong websites and uh, other things like that. So I will double check for the uh, the website info. But no, Matt Lewis. Uh, there's a reason why I've worked with him at every stop I've, I've had the chance. And there's a reason why we so uh, wholeheartedly recommend him. Uh, Matt Lewis and his team are fantastic. Matt is a diehard Noel and uh, you know, similar to Chad and Shannon, it's just been a fantastic pairing of uh, guys who are very talented within their industry and have, they've found a way to, uh, you know, have that talent um, and, and then pour it into a passion of theirs, which is Florida state athletics via, via supporting the Noel cast and, some other things. So uh, congruityhr.com is the website. And as always, we, uh, we thank our friends. This is uh Oh, uh, wrong comment. Sorry. Uh, here we go. Here you go. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of a buzz about NIL and how FSU is seeing the very good light and among the top congrats, Ingram and the battles in staff. Hey man, congrats. Oh man, it's been good. We've got some good pub. Um, I think the AP called us the best or one of the best collectives in the country a couple weeks ago. And um, nice. is that Ralph's had similar. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, on threes had similar language and uh no it's good man and we've been fortunate to be uh to be supported you know by the fan base many of the nolcast listeners so if you have an interest it's the battlesend.com and uh you can give a one-time gift of five bucks if you want to you can sign up for a membership or uh look if you can't support it monetarily uh you just go to the web page the youtube page excuse me and uh there's a lot of content on there that we're getting better and better at with each uh one we do and uh, some of the stuff i think is is very very interesting the the review of the clemson play that i referenced earlier is uh it's only four or five minutes long um give it a click like it if you want to subscribe to the web page that'd be great as well or the youtube page so like the video <clears throat> for sure all right prediction time uh i think i went first last week uh you're you're up this week yeah, I tipped my hat, uh, or I t- tipped uh, my hand a little bit earlier, but um, I do think that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty-two to nine, bud, and I'm gonna walk out of Doe Campbell with a little bit of chill in the air, saying that for every other game here, I'll be wearing my home field bomber jacket uh, that I go to homefieldapparel.com and buy and. Uh, use the coupon code NOLCAST, uh, but the weather is starting to get to uh, bomber jacket level. They also have a wonderful selection of sweaters and other things. But for me, official prediction, 42 to 9, but uh, line is 17 and a half. Is that right? It is. Yeah. Is I mean, look, Vegas gets it right a hell of a lot more than a random podcaster does. But that, to me, seems... So lines at 17 and team totals at 37. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, roughly. So, over yeah, maybe six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about where I'm going to go. I mean, look, I I don't know that you're necessarily stealing betting FSU this week. This Q's team, which really didn't lose anybody new of importance, uh, was just nine and a half at UNC. Now, obviously, you're going to adjust. The, I didn't adjust their power rating down anyway because I, I had UNC. Like I I thought UNC was going to kill them, but. Like Vegas is going to adjust the rating a little bit on 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 Q's. I get it, but like Florida State is not a ten point favorite over North Carolina on a neutral field, right? Like like so, or you know, at even an eight, it would be mm-hmm. less than a touchdown, not less than a field goal, but like you know, it, it would be 
it'd probably be like a five or six point spread. I, I would, I would think. Um, so, like, is Florida State cheap here on the number? I don't think they're crazy cheap. But man, that is that's a lot of attrition. Like Cuse has played a lot of games in a row. They've played some hard games now in a row. Uh, I mean, you know, Clemson, North Carolina, Florida State, the last two on the road. The middle one, you had to play 97 snaps on defense. Like, that, that, that could wear on you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, good you, point. You caught a you caught a tired Clemson team last year and you you bullied them. And uh I, I think tired Syracuse team last year. Sorry, yes, excuse me. A, a tired Syracuse team last year that was that was dinged. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna agree with you on the 42. I'm gonna give Cuse, I don't know, 13. But I I think that's like a score on the second team or like LSU did. I, I I'm gonna predict FSU's first first string to to hold this this offense out of the end zone. Okay. Did you see, uh, did you see where Benson was clocked at 22 miles an hour on that run? I mean, dude, if you get him through the line with a head of steam, it's easier said than done. I, I, I think that's a little bit of a fast gun. I do. Again, I don't have the internal numbers, uh, but they also had a quarterback from my, from I think Miami of Ohio run like a 21, which 21 miles an hour is, very very fast y'all uh and i don't know maybe i'm just hating on the young man but he doesn't look like he's got a 21 mile an hour in his back pocket i'll put it that way um oh wait no so but this he, is not gps numbers this is they extrapolating it's, the film it's uh yeah. it, it's espn's uh or they partner with espn and i don't know how they get it i mean they they is this the real I would, analytics, I would, folks? I would want to know. Yeah, I believe so. I would want to know what the internal number is. And maybe, you know, maybe Florida State has the as the equivalent of a slow gun in baseball or something like that. I don't know. But uh, 22 miles an hour is like as fast as Tyreek Hill. Um, so uh, now Benson is super, super fast. Uh, I'm not not doubting that at all. Um, it, it for what it's worth on his 65 yarder or whatever it was, they had him at, I think, 20 either 21-1 or something like that, or 20.9, which, uh, I mean, I can see where he didn't get up to quite top speed there because he was kind of pushing people off him. But um, he's fast, dude. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I know some of the numbers in last year's BC kickoff return were, I think, was the fastest that mm, – don't quote me on this, but I think that was the fastest that anybody hit all year on the team. So uh, – Trust me, I'm not saying Benson doesn't have it in him. Yeah. 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 I, you can't tell me that he was going faster on that run than he was on the kickoff return. Mm-hmm. You know, like the kickoff return clearly. Fa- yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i not going to say anything gets me sued, but I, uh, I'm i skeptical of how far along we are in the technology to measure due to varying camera angles mm. uh, exactly how fast people are going just from watching video. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about that. GPS stuff, I generally trust more. And even then, there's some weird stuff with with with, with the GPS. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a cool technology. It's an evolving technology. I don't know that it's gospel just yet. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Cool. Excited for this weekend. Anything else we need to uh, to hit? But when's it, are you coming to another Florida State game this year? I'm, I'm going to the Miami game. Okay. 
Because that is yeah. the question I get asked by almost everybody that I run into. Yes. Is, is Bud yeah, here? What's Bud's doing? What is Bud doing? Like, I don't know what Bud's doing. He's probably spending time with his family. Uh, and then what other games is Bud coming to? So, yeah, I'll, cool. I'll go to Miami and then I will. I'll likely go to the Florida game. Mm, okay. It'll be a good time. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. There's a the Nolcast. Uh, if you get a chance to like, subscribe, share, whatever you can do to support the podcast, always appreciate it. Um, all the live listeners, very much appreciated. That is uh, that is becoming a more and more uh, influential aspect in the YouTube algorithm. So for all of you who can make it in here and chat with uh, with us is, uh, is awesome. Until next time, uh, we'll have an instant reaction. I guess we can talk about this offline, bud. Is that you or me this weekend, you think? Uh, uh, I can handle Nooner. Noon yep. games are generally generally good for you. Work. All right, y'all. Until next time, this is it. We'll talk soon. See you, buddy.